Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to your week ahead with Mama Dada Astrology live right here on the My Astrology Coach Radio Network on Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the best time of your week ahead of time. All right, y'all. Peace. Hey, I say we are live. We are in full effect. We are back, and we are ready to get up to speed so we can stay ahead in our week ahead. I'm so happy and thankful um, that y'all are back here with me once again. The constant, continual, and growing support from um, all of my listeners is much appreciated. I definitely don't want to go too far without giving a major, huge shout-out, remembrance, in honor of, in memory of, and a huge ashe to all of our righteous divine ancestors that without whom we would not be on this air today. And I definitely don't want to go a step further without <clears throat> acknowledging Brother Anpu <laughs> and all that he does for the My Astrology Coach brand and team and network uh, by way of just pioneering and founding and, you know, really being a pillar and in, in, um, in, in a um, spiritual community of people who, you know, are ahead of their time in every way. So thank you for but When I call him a fearless leader, that's what I mean. He ain't never scared to you know, step up to the plate first, you know, and and be different and and not be ashamed and, and be different and but but get results. Being different ain't so bad when, you know, you stunting on folks. Not because you're trying to stunt, but God dang, these spiritual laws, these spiritual truths, these spiritual, primarily the laws that, that a lot of people just are walking around just unconscious of. How are you not going to be conscious of karma? How are you not going to be conscious of the law of correspondence, the law of reciprocity, it, the law of vibration? Come on. And then get mad at somebody else because they're doing and saying stuff you, you either have never heard, your spirit knows it, but if you're not consciously aware of and making life decisions based out of that consciousness, then you get X amount of results. You get certain results. When you're walking around talking about I'm a sinner and have that kind of a consciousness, then you get a, X amount, you, you get a certain kind of result from having that awareness and that consciousness. If you walk around knowing I am a creator, I am a creative being, I create my destiny, I can manifest whatsoever destiny I choose for myself. When you start walking around knowing that you are, hell, at least running you, dang, at least running you, you got Brother Ampu, you know, um, challenging us with the concept of being first, with the idea of being first, which is not new. (laughs) But it might be a bit progressive for some people running around here talking about I'm second. It was a whole campaign. I am freaking second. What kind of consciousness do you think somebody running around here saying I am second is living out of, okay? I'm not after anybody. Y'all know that by now. I've been on the air since May of last year. I'm after no one. 
and even when others have been after me in the name of not wanting me to 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 live really <laughs> not want me not wanting to let me live, you know I'm not imposing upon you, let me live, um but even in the face of that. Uh, when your soul and your gut and your intuition and your spirit knows the truth, you will be drawn to the truth. That's why the hundreds of you that listen in, week in and week out on here, thank you again just for participating. The support, the energetic support by way of just your listenership is, you know, it's currency. It's currency. That that pays. Thank you once again. Special shout out to everybody on the Astro Love Gift Tip <laughs> I'm amazed and I'm very thankful. It, all it does is it keeps up the energy flow. That's all it does. You give an astro love gift. You 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 connect um, in the episode description with the one click email access and just shoot me an email and just say, Mama Dada, you be on point and I love what your delivery and you know, it's it's very entertaining and it. All those love gifts that I receive on a weekly basis, um, it just makes all the difference, and it, it, it keeps me coming back to give y'all even more. Let's get into it, y'all. We are here. The week ahead is going to be discussed of um, June the 26th, Sunday, through July the 2nd on Saturday, y'all. Woo! It's a lot going on in the week ahead, so much so that I just had to condense it, you know, um, and just deliver it to y'all in a more uh, concise way. So right now, where we at? Where we at, y'all? The sun's the sun's in Cancer, y'all. It's at one degrees. The sun is in Cancer. Happy solar return <laughs> to all my Cancers. <laughs> I uh, definitely want to give a special shout out. Cancer is one of those signs that's kind of slept on. I would th- I have said the same thing about Pisces. You know, these water signs. People think water signs. Oh, they're just emotional, and you know, Cancers they just cry, and Pisces they're just. Baby, do not, I told y'all in Pisces season not to sleep on Pisces because you got to be a bad mofo to carry 11 other signs on your back to be the last one. Pisces go hard. Don't sleep on them ever. Cancer, which we're in the season of now, um, it's another kind of depth, like Scorpio, another water sign. Don't nobody fool with Scorpio. <laughs> Scorpio rules death and rebirth and transformation and you know extreme anything extreme is ruled under Pluto and Scorpio. So you really don't hear too too many people you know playing around with Scorpio. But Pisces and Cancer, I think, get slipped on. But we're in Cancer season now, and the reason you don't want to sleep on a Cancer or Cancer season, and the uh, I've already last week I gave y'all the. <clears throat> the influence that the sun and Venus being in Cancer is having on your sign. If you if you missed it, go to the episode description for today's episode. At the very bottom, it's going to say click here for last week's episode. Click on that, check it out, and get a really good idea of what this next approximate month of Cancer season holds for you energetically, where you can get in, where you fit in, specifically on this Cancerian energy. Cancer rules the fourth house. Cancer uh, uh, is ruled by the moon, okay? The fourth house is the very bottom of the circle chart, 
when you see that circle chart, which you you're either if you're looking at a circle chart, you're either looking at your natal chart, likely that's what you're looking at, uh, unless you're a practicing astrologer like me, um, or you're looking at like a chart of a transit or a relocation chart. But it's always that circle, 360 degrees, and you've got the left side of the circle that's where the ascendant should be. Um, You've got on the right side, directly opposite that, the descendant. This is the axis of self over there on the ascendant. That's self, that's you. And over there on the descendant, on the right-hand side, that's any other, anybody other than you, partner, business, romantic, other, outside of you. It also houses that shadow side of ourselves over there in the seventh house, the other, that other part of us, <laughs> that shadow part of us the other side of us that tend, that we tend not to want to look at, and so it comes out in the form of other people popping up into our experience and awareness. So that's why that's all together over there on the right-hand side of the circle. At the top of the circle, that's 10th house, that's Capricorn up there. That's the most public, most seen portion of a chart, okay? And then down there at the bottom, that's what we're talking about now, Cancer, the fourth house um, uh, ruled by the moon, the most private. That's there, there at the bottom in the where we feel most at home. That's why that rules home and family. Uh, typically, the mother breasts are governed under the rulership of Cancer. Breasts, mother, women, come on, home, nurturing, uh, 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 inner foundation and inner security and stability right there at the bottom, the rock, the foundation, the core, okay? So... You got I like I like looking at cancer in terms of strength when you're talking about what it takes to be at home within yourself. How many people you know that you would describe as possibly being uncomfortable with themselves? They don't come across as comfortable with themselves. Okay, that's the area that we're talking about when we're talking about cancer. And we're talking about how strong you have to be to be that, especially in our society today where it's a problem with everything, especially until other certain people do it. It's a problem and it's looked down upon and frowned upon. But if that's you at your core, if if that's where you're most comfortable, then 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 there's a certain strength and stability that you can respond from and move from and act from and, and live from and, and be in when you have that inner foundation, that inner security. It is an emotional sign, cancer is. So, yeah, if you know a cancer, you may describe them as potentially over-emotional, but there there's power in emotions. Uh, water, uh, I don't know about you, but if you get a lot of water with enough strength, come on, tsunami, come on, tidal wave. Yes, there are cancers and other water signs that have imbalanced emotions. So I'm sure you've seen it on the low end. But on the highest end, there is a power, there is a force, mess around with a Scorpio if you want to, there is a force that when you, can channel and when you can vibrate high with even with the force and the power of certain emotions that you can do all kind of stuff. 
think about a mother you know that also is ruled by cancer and the power and the strength that that takes to 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 bring forth life, nurture a life. Come on, don't sleep on that kind of energy and and be so quick to categorize emotional um topics and keywords and and things as weak or or not powerful or a symbol of something uh that's not strong because you could be very wrong. Mess around with the wrong cancer and that crab gonna come out and you find out what them claws do. <laughs> so um that that's that just occurred here on Monday, okay? So we are in cancer season. Um, the moon, I told you all on last week's episode that the moon was going to go void early this rising, um, and it, it finally entered cancer at 3 central. So it's already, I'm, I apologize, in Aquarius. So it's already in Aquarius. We, I talked to y'all about it last week. Go back and listen. It's so much going on in the week ahead. I don't have time to recap it, but just know that, Right now, currently, um, with the moon being in Aquarius, we're going to be emotionally satisfied here over the next few days until Friday night, actually, uh, to to just break through. We, we're going to want to vary our routine in some kind of way. We're going to want to interject something exciting or sudden or surprising, some kind of way that will be emotionally satisfying, something electrifying. This is the energy of Aquarius and Uranus in the future and electronics and technology and uh, um, online. Um, that's so funny. I think there's I saw a commercial about free online dating something for this weekend. So that online dating is, you know, something that would emotionally satisfy us probably around this time as well. Aquarius does rule former lovers. So that could be something that emotionally satisfies you to engage with a former lover around this time. Um just keep in mind that Mercury is not retrograde and it is not in the retrograde um, shadow phase. So if you fool around or, you know, reconnect with an, a former lover that they might stick around. <laughs> Unlike you did it during a Mercury retrograde, they probably go right on back to where they came from. Um, let's see. And then we've got the Mercury squares Jupiter um, this evening as well. And that's just been part of what we discussed last week about Mercury kind of have coming into contact now that it entered Gemini with all this grand mutable cross energy. As soon as it came out of Taurus, it was in Taurus for so long because of the retrograde. Um, but as soon as it entered Gemini, it activated. It became part of this grand mutable cross activation that we are currently still experiencing and living through. Um, any insights and observations on that, please feel free to um, press one on the keypad and chime in. It. <clears throat> I talked about it so extensively leading up to it, so definitely don't hesitate. There's an actual um, show with that in the title about Grand Mutable Cross, so feel free to check it out. But um, as it relates to living through it, oh, man, it just depends on what perspective you're living through it from. Like I told y'all, I'm... I'm I'm mutable up in my chart. I got plenty of it, of that energy going on. So I'm experiencing it personally from the standpoint of being in the thick of it. Imagine a wheel turning because I, I continue to kind of use that phrase when I talk about this grand mutable cross because when you think of a cross, not like 
the symbol of a religious sect, but a cross just meaning where two points cross, just like in a natal chart, just like the in the circle wheel chart I just described, where the ascendant and descendant represents a horizontal line going across the middle of the circle, and that that tenth and fourth house cusp represents a vertical line going through that horizontal line. So then you have four pieces of the pie equally because you have a cross, two lines that have crossed each with 90-degree angles separating them to make four equal parts. And just like a circle, that wheel is turning at this point in time. That's what I'm talking about when I say a wheel of fortune turning. I'm calling it a wheel of fortune because if you get in where you're sitting, you're going to be fortunate. You better ask a mutable near you about it. But if you're – and what's being impacted in all of our lives right now is change. That's what this wheel turning represents, change. It can be a fortunate change. Or and if you want to fight the change, you're going to find out how unfortunate of a time it can be. This is the time. Mutable means changeable. Mutable means adaptable. Mutable means flexible. Mutable means going with the flow and rolling with the punches. Mutable means figuring some stuff out. Think about Gemini, mutable. Think about Sagittarius, mutable. Think about... Uh, Virgo, mutable. Think about Pisces, mutable. You ain't you ain't figured nothing out till you fool with one of them signs. These are the signs. These mutable signs are the energies that know how to go with the flow. The one I would give a caveat on with that though is Virgo, because Virgo can, because Virgo represents uh, also rules routine, daily routine, and it also is an earth sign, which is kind of a you know, energy that wants to settle in, um, I would say they are the least uh, flexible, adaptable, and changeable, at least the least happiest about it when all this is going on. But other than that, I mean, it's a time of turning corners. I usually would say with one square turning a corner, but when it's four of them involved at the same time, turning corners, look, Corner after corner after corner, if it ain't eased up on you yet, because this energy is still being impacted and activated, just like Mercury is doing this very week, okay? So that's also in last week's episode. Um, They're on Friday uh, rising, 1048 a.m. Central. The moon's going to go void for 10 hours and 42 minutes uh, while it's in Aquarius, and then it won't enter Pisces until 9.30 p.m. on Friday evening, okay? That wraps up our current week. We are now in the week ahead. Y'all do not want to miss this, okay? I didn't put it in the title, just not enough room, but Chiron does go retrograde in the week ahead. Um, That is Monday, June 27th at 6.10 a.m. Central. I got got some information on that uh, for y'all from the astroshaman.com, so I'll get to that in a little bit. The main thing for this week ahead that I want to talk about, I, w- I want to talk about it first because it's it's in play now to a certain degree. It's this grand mutable cross thing, thing, and it's Venus opposite Pluto in our week ahead 
activating a whole nother configuration with that, okay? So everything I've been saying for weeks and weeks and weeks and just now a chunk of the show that I took out to talk about this grand mutable cross, amp that up. It's already enough. I done talked show after show after show and a chunk of this show on it, but amp that up with this Venus-Pluto opposition being added to the mix, and it makes for a, a, a time that is being described by some astrologers as very mystical and magical. Um, another thing that's going on right now with um, Jupiter and the North Node is, is touted as being just really... If you've ever felt like, I, I know there's another uh, teacher that used to be on Blog Talk <laughs> a while ago. Y'all may have heard of him, uh, but he he um, he used to talk about portals and stuff all the time, and different portals even in different places on on even in the United States, like in, in Georgia, you know, different different areas that have um, spiritual sensitivity and energetic sensitivity to them. And and then there are periods of time that represent certain kind of portal uh, portals, uh, just like the 2012 kind of portal that, you know, you can't go back from life before 2012, just the consciousness and, aware, consciousness and awareness um, uh of the collective like it is so drastically different than before you 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 even the turn of the century and just different energetic shifts right and so that's what this period of time is representing right now for 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 so many different reasons and I was just starting to name off a couple of them uh, this mystical configuration that's being triggered next week and you know even Chiron retrograding is gonna you know y'all y'all have seen with these planets retrograding and stationing direct and when they make these turns, these power moves, these power plays, that that energy is most felt then, okay? So I'm not going to describe Jupiter trining Pluto um, on Sunday by itself and Venus trining Neptune on Monday by itself and Venus opposing Pluto there um, on the 30th, which is Thursday by itself. I'm going to read it in context of, let me, let me describe to you all what's going on. It's, if you look at it in the, within the context of the circle on paper, on the screen, I wish I could do a video and show you all right now, but you would see these different planets forming a rectangle in the sky. And then within that rectangle, of course, you can put an X in the middle of it. And so that is this mystical rectangle, quote, unquote, that is being uh, played out here in the week ahead. Let me describe it to you a little more intently from um, the Astro Shaman website, but then the Jupiter trine Pluto portion of it sets off the entire week. So let me start there because y'all going to get real excited on that alone. Jupiter trine Pluto, <laughs> Sunday the 26th, 8.30 a.m., uh, 7.30 a.m. Central. Um, Jupiter at 16 degree Virgo, Pluto at 16 degree Capricorn, right? So success. Pluto is power. Jupiter is expansion. What you want to do, the trine is the easiest, most harmonious flow of energy. How y'all want to get up 
in the week ahead, right? And and this is since this this configuration is spanning, I believe, about a week, just a good strong week of this energy being uh, very potent. So new frontiers hot prospects, expanded operations um, is going to be a real easy sell. Our power is going to be on point. Our power is basically being expanded by Jupiter. Pluto power, trine, Jupiter, expansion. Um, So if you have a, as opposed to like pushing your way, utilizing that power, pushing your own power, that power is being expanded by Jupiter already. So you can you can ease up off of that the, these negative expressions of Pluto, the you know the jealousy and the manipulation and the covertness. You ain't got to do none of that, okay? And it, it, if you don't do that kind of stuff, it it probably is going to bode even more well for you, okay? Um, uh, you could be promoting your affections for someone, or you could be promoting a particular product. Um, and if you act as if, if you sell it, it's a soft sale, not a hard sale. You don't, you're not trying to manipulate or, or convince anybody of anything. You're just, hey, this is the only way to go. Whether it's a relationship and you. Look, you you don't even have to open your mouth to say, you know, choose me or I'm the better one or just you know that you're the only option. That's power. That's your personal power coming into play where you don't have to. That's why there are higher manifestations of Pluto, not just the low uh, conniving, manipulating manifestations. You can also just know your power and walk in that and know that something is done and you ain't worried about nothing. Transform your own self because you ain't waiting on nobody else to change. That's the power of Pluto on a higher octave, okay? And so um, the more faith that you have in yourself, Jupiter represents that faith, okay, the spirituality, the expansion the more that others will have that faith in you, okay, the more likely things are going to work out right for you um, because of the level of expectation, and it starts with you. You're not waiting on nobody to co-sign you when Jupiter is trying in Pluto and you got your own personal power and don't have to wait on nobody else's power, okay? So let me, that's just the Jupiter trying Pluto portion of it. That Let me not just say just, because this particular configuration of Jupiter trying Pluto, especially within the context of Mars um, stationing just a few days later and it being the, what I just tell you, when stuff is stationing and turning and going direct, that's when they're the most potent. That's when you are more likely to see these manifestations in your experience of their energy, okay? Um, yeah, this this particular rectangle with a cross in it <laughs> um, is about a week long, okay? And it's going to kind of start when our week ahead starts, around Sunday the 26th with this Jupiter charm pillow um, setting it off, okay? It's going to peak, and you're going to, you know, if you – the energy is going to peak around the 30th there on Thursday in our week ahead, and it's going to really start to break up and dissipate um, at the end of the week or around the second and, and the beginning of next week, the third. 
So um, that according to the astro shaman, there's a few different ways to kind of get in where you fit in with this energy, max out, and make sure this next week, your week ahead is the best week, okay? Um, now, romantic or platonic relationships can be taken to the next level, okay? Let me put that out there. You can connect more deeply with your partner's soul, okay? Pluto is not surface level. Pluto, we're not, when we're talking about romantic, uh, even platonic relationships, it's not going to be on the surface like superficial, okay? Um, if, if you think of like gazing into someone's eyes for an extended period of time and connecting on a, a more soul level, this is what I'm talking about when we're talking about Jupiter trining Pluto because Pluto is already powerful. Pluto is already death and rebirth. Pluto is already transformation, utter and total transformation. Pluto is already extreme. And so Jupiter is just expanding all of that. So um, existing connections can benefit from this energy, um, or new uh, connections can powerfully be made. Come on. And um, we definitely can also receive uh, a powerful flow of inspiration creatively, okay? This may not necessarily manifest in the context of relationships for you. This could manifest internally as a very powerful creative inspiration that you get um, in the week ahead leading up to it um, that you can benefit from. Jupiter is definitely bringing the benefits to the power in the week ahead. Um, Don't center yourself, okay? Pluto is rule Scorpio. No Scorpio, <laughs> they are, they can be obscene. Pluto and Scorpio rule the taboo, things that are taboo. So however this in creative inspiration comes, go with it. If it. As long as it's not low vibrational, go with it. Just because it's taboo don't mean it's low vibrational. There are things culturally done um, that are considered taboo outside of the culture, of course, um, that to, to the people in that culture is, is dang, they're sacred. So, you know, that's a matter of opinion whether um, um, it, what I'm saying is don't judge it. That's what I'm saying. Don't judge the powerful impulses um, that will be coming uh, to you. Go with that flow. Express it, okay? As it flows up and out of you, express it. Um, You know, Jupiter is the guru and the teacher. So, you know, express that, and and powerfully so. It will be powerfully expressed when you do. Don't censor yourself, in other words. Um... Yeah, law of attraction and all kind of stuff like that is popping right now, okay? I've been telling people just in daily life, you know, just reminding them and pointing it out to them. When, you, when you're manifesting things within seconds and within minutes of expressing a certain thought or, you know, 
yeah, something that you say or something that you thought that you said out loud or it's happening so quickly right now. This is not a joke, y'all. This is not a game. Jupiter and North Node is conjuncting the sky for real right now. That's not a joke. Grand Mutable Cross is popping active and, and, and Mercury adding to it all this week. That's for real. That's major. And this mystical um, uh, configuration is is just as that I'm talking about now is just as major. I don't want to start. Well, this is the most, and this uh uh-uh. uh, it's all things to be taken into consideration when you just popping off at the mouth willy nilly and then and then messed around and manifested some bull. Well, yeah, the energy is really sensitive right now, so you should kind of watch what you say. You should kind of watch your monitor your thoughts right now. It's kind of imperative that if you're thinking something slick and crazy about somebody, <laughs> golly, y'all, know that it's coming around real quick right now. It's some kind of. I just call it a portal, an energetic portal, a shift, a paradigm shift. And we, until it, and Mars is about to station in the week ahead too, you don't figure anything out, especially with Saturn still square and Neptune in this grand mutable cross right now. Don't think you don't figure anything out. And Jupiter uh, opposite Neptune, expanding the, the delusion on the low end of the opposition if it's a tug of war involved. So be mindful of the sensitive time we are living in. Uh, definitely through that we just came up off us, the second Sagittarius full moon at the 29th degree. And y'all see it in the sky. It's big and beautiful and powerful. Come on. Sag, hopefully ain't worried about nothing. I got some uh, here when I'm about to get into the horoscopes for this uh, rectangle configuration um, right now. And Sag, you will see that, yeah, you are, you and, uh, what's that? You should be Gemini. Mm Mm-hmm. You and Gemini. Y'all dealing with some real strong energy. Um. Sad, uh, Sag, y'all got Saturn still in your sign and fully activated at the time of this grand mutable cross. And uh, Sag, even though Mars retrograded back up into Scorpio, you can't really separate the Mars retrograde from the Sag energy because it started out in Sag. Uh, Jupiter, Sagittarius, let me just go ahead and get into it and I'll just start it off with Jupiter, uh, with Sagittarius and Gemini. But Sag, especially those born between December 2nd and December 11th. Y'all dealing with the Jupiter square, Virgo square, Sag, and y'all dealing with the Neptune square, Pisces square and Sag, okay? And so, yes, it was Gemini, uh, Sagittarius second at that Sagittarius full moon that we are currently living under as far as lunar phases are concerned. The next major lunar phase will be July 4th, which is the Cancer new moon, okay? But up until then, we are still in this second Sag full moon energy. And, you know, the full moon is about manifestation. So think about Sagittarian things manifesting, 
What about you right now? What? How is optimism playing a part in what's manifesting for you right now or the lack thereof? That's some of the karma that's um, being experienced so rapidly right now. You Negative Nancy's and pessimistic Peters, beware, <laughs> because the 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 blessings right now, the 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 quick core, just magical manifestations that are happening right now are happening in behind this Sagittarius energy. And what kind of energy is that? Positivity, optimism, higher learning, growth and advancement. Long distance journeys, spirituality, humor, uh, adventure. Come on, it doesn't suck, does it? So this is, but but you would you would. It trips me out sometimes. Maybe because I am, I have Sagittarius as a sun sign. Yes, I'm a Sagittarius, and maybe because um, I have. Such prominent Sagittarius energy. Not just my son is there. I got a whole bunch of stuff going on with Sagittarius and with Jupiter in my chart. So I, I, I now that I know so much about astrology, I can't, I can't unknow that. Like it might be a little bit easier for me to be optimistic naturally. Okay, I'll give you that. But God damn it, everybody got Sag somewhere in their chart. Everybody got Jupiter somewhere in their chart. You got access to some optimism, that gummit. You got access to seeing the glass half full. You have access to faith and believing something higher than whatever you're believing that has manifested what you may not appreciate or like that you see. The reason why I think that Sagittarius not only governs, yes, positivity and optimism and higher learning, but also spiritual, a certain amount of spirituality in our personal lives and these long-distance journeys, but the very long-distance journey of life is governed by Sagittarius. The long-distance journey, the adventure of life, humor is found in Sagittarius. Come on, that's one of the most powerful things I ever, <laughs> you know, raised my consciousness to is laughing. Oh, it'll ease a, situ- it'll ease a tense situation so fast. It rules luck. Sagittarius does rule luck as well, and Jupiter, it does rule luck. So, you know, um, a lot of people, especially in religious contexts, they'll, like, crap on luck, like, uh, it's not luck, it's a blessing, you know. They'll just crap on it like it ain't nothing. I'm telling you, if it's represented in astrology, it's something. Because we didn't, no man, unlike religion, no man created astrology. Um, so... With luck being governed there as well, I, I really, it, if you have anything, you know, I would love to hear it, but, you know, any any observations or experiences with just luck, the luck, the kind of luck that happens, I mean, I'm, I'm witnessing it. I'm experiencing it, watching it play out at the Sag full moon, this second critical one. Somebody losing their wallet, wallet gone. Bye bye. Can't find it. Look through everything, and then get a phone call. 
Not only did somebody find your wallet and not take anything out of it, but they drove it to the address on the ID card and turned it in. Now, that's a lucky somebody right there. And it's not diminishing it from whatever level you think the word blessing is on to call it luck. Luck is powerful, and luck can be hard work. How, staying optimistic, take it from a super Sagittarius herself, staying optimistic can be hard work. Why do you think Jupiter and Saturn run together? Because you may find along your spiritual path that luck can be guaranteed. You work hard enough, I promise you're going to be lucky. You sell good karmic seeds, I promise you you're going to be lucky. You do the you do the right thing enough just because it's right when ain't nobody looking and ain't nobody giving you credit for it. And then somebody might turn your wallet in who could have took it or who could have th- thrown it away, took what they wanted out of it and trashed it. Hell, that experience and story challenged me. You think you're a good person and you hear a story like that and it's like, hey, I don't even think I would go to the person's house. I probably just assume throw it away or, you know, not even fool with it. But somebody had a, 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 a sensitivity. Everybody don't know about astrology. But but some people have, Brother Ampu talks about it all the time, about people who don't know what a freaking <laughs> Trying is, but they know about easy and harmonious flows of energy because they're not fighting. They're not fighting themselves. They're not fighting others. They're living in peace. They're living in love. They're living in joy. They're living in abundance. They're living in the overflow, and they ain't worried about nothing. And that's badge, baby. That's badge, baby. You stay on that 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 higher I'm talking about I, I, it's, I've been on the show a year and I never just talk about myself or nothing, nothing and I'm not talking about it to relate it to me I just happen to have some personal experience of it because of my particular uh, uh, astrology my personal astrology so I can speak on it with with more authority because I don't lived it I am living it. And it's not, it's not a, once again, I'm not acting like I done did something super cool because, once again, optimism can be hard work, especially when you're around a whole bunch of negative folks. At this second stage full moon, I almost got real excited, y'all, but I just want to make sure I'm clear. Get the negative Nancys away from you for right now. It's too critical. Right now it's too critical. To have a negative Nancy and a pessimist, pessimistic Peter in your ear, in your house, I'm not saying keep people out. What I'm saying is do what you need to do to distance yourself from that energy. If you need to sleep in another room for a couple of nights, don't take it personal. Sometimes that's actually a blessing in disguise. Do that. If you need to go to sleep with the earphones in your ear with some positive affirmations going just so you go to go into the your sleep realm, with positive energy so you can wake up and start your next day off with some positive energy for the negative Nancy's get at you, do that. I've been doing it. I'm telling y'all. 
it's not sometimes you got to fight to be optimistic. Sometimes you got to fight to keep your sense of humor. Sometimes you and I don't mean to use the word fight, but I mean sometimes you it it can be challenging. Sagittarius is part of this grand mutable cross. This this huge testing, challenging karmic energy that we're living through, that we're pushing through. Hopefully rolling through if you're going with the flow and staying flexible and changeable and adaptable and mutable. So do what you must to keep your vibration high. Because I promise within this sensitive, since I say since the Sag full moon, if you just want to, you know, since the Sag full moon here on what Monday, uh, next Monday, it starts, you know, this uh, mystical configuration energy. So this two-week strong here, you can't play with people like that. They're not going to like it. I'm telling you now, they're not going to like it. I can tell you that from experience. But what I can also tell you from experience is they'll get over it. And they still going to love you. they still going to fool with you. And more than likely, especially with Jupiter, Pluto, and Venus and Neptune being involved with this um, mystical configuration, it's probably going to draw them to you and attract them to you. Number one, because it's, it's positive energy that trumps all that negative BS. BS. And number two, because that gummit, that's what this configuration is partly about. As you'll see when I start breaking down other portions of, the, of this configuration, I already broke down Jupiter, Tron, Pluto for y'all did that first. And that's powerful enough. But throw Venus and attraction and Neptune energy on it, you know, uh, fantasy, and you get, you get some, you know, different uh, alternate energies going on here. But it, it could cause somebody to freaking just love that about you, that you stood up, took a stand. No, we're not going to argue today. What we're going to do is we're going to say and say what we're thankful for about each other and why we're so thankful each other is in each other. You know, just that is a shift the whole thing. That's how you stay turning with the, the daggone wheel. With the will, staying flexible, okay, okay, you're not going to adjust your negative Nancy attitude, you're not going to adjust your pessimistic Peter attitude, well, let me be the adjustment that I want to see. I, w- I, I want to go deep, keep going, y'all, but I want to give y'all these specific energies for your sign. And I was at Sagittarius, especially those born between December 2nd to 11, but all of you Sagittarius, listen up. With Jupiter square, square in the Sagittarius um, frequency, hope, optimism, and an urge to expand, okay? Um, Jupiter can exaggerate, and that's where the square to Jupiter can be a challenge because it can exaggerate. Uh, it can exaggerate your confidence. It can exaggerate your ego, Okay. You could also get lucky and popular now. We know all about that energy. But know this, Sagittarius, it is okay to be proud of your achievement. That's fine. With this Jupiter square, the caveat is simply to watch out for being too proud or too vain 
or expecting too much of others because that's where you may see the challenges and the tests within the context of relationships. Okay, Sag? You also are dealing with the Neptune square as well. And this energy, it, it's a real kind of dissolving, merging. I always talk about Neptune as, you know, really softening and potentially weakening um, definitely the ego, but um, maybe eating away at uh, your sense of self can be occurring, Sagittarius, okay? Um, it's kind of a subtle energy, so it can, like, creep up on you. Um, and it can also, you know, since it's really subtle, it can be real gradual. Uh, but you you may realize that you um, may not have as much drive or energy as you did a year or so ago, and that this would be why you're dealing with the Neptune square. So either, like I tell my mama's babies, either, you know, Neptune, the kind of the opposite energy of such a boundaryless energy like Neptune is Saturn, the very energy of boundaries. Um, so you can step up your Saturnian influences of just being responsible and serious and mature and boundaries and, you know, structure and order. Um, or with Neptune, you can just really make sure you're vibrating high on these Neptune energies as well. So um, if you're feeling really drained and lacking energy, just you know, indulge yourself with with more sleep or more rest or more meditation or more water or more immersing yourself in water or, more, you know, anything Neptunian uh, on the highest frequency that you can, okay? Gemini, you're really dealing with the same kind of energy since you and Sag um, are opposite. So really everything that I say at the Sag is going to go for you too, especially if you were born June 1st through June 10th, okay? So, you know, over the course of these couple of weeks, that doesn't mean it's bad for you, Sagittarius or Gemini. It just means that for you to get the juice out of this mystical configuration, these are suggestions that can help you access the energy in the highest way. Hitting up these high octaves of Neptune, um, hitting up this Saturn energy, um, and with Jupiter square, Ju- come on, Jupiter's luck and abundance and, and blessing. So it's really no caveat there except just don't go too far because Jupiter always want to take that one step too far. Like, yeah, it's okay if we only ride the roller coaster seven times. We don't have to ride it ten times. You know what I mean? Like, have your fun, but no when to say when, okay? Um, uh, another, oh, y'all, I'm telling y'all, I'm not going to the Sag now. <laughs> it is a super duper critical super Sag second full moon after all. But don't feel bad for Sagittarius or Gemini. It's just a little more work. And trust me, I've been doing the work. I know because I've been feeling like, whew, all I'm going to do is work. <laughs> but, no, it quickly after that I get the rewards and the consequences, which I'm, won't, I'm not complaining. That's, I found myself in these moments frequently here in the, since the Sag full moon, the second one, which is just like, right when I'm about to complain about something, but instead I do the hard work, the hard work, the smart work of 
hitting things on a higher octave and being more optimistic and positive about it, it just, I mean, it's like I'm immediately rewarded. So we go, I'm going to get something to eat. And online it says the place is still open. And when I get there, it's closed. And that was the second place I had gone to that, you know, I didn't know was going to be closed. So I'll get to this other place uh, I sell on, and everything I want to order, they don't have. Just the odds of that. The two things I, I wanted one thing, they didn't have. I said, oh, I'll get this one thing. Okay, they don't have that. They felt so bad that they didn't have the stuff I wanted. They said the ticket was on them, right? So that's blissing number one. That's blissing number one, just like, oh, okay, so just pick out some stuff. Yeah, whatever you want to order, it's on us. Now, this is a real Jupiter opportunity here. That's pretty lucky. <laughs> that's, that's, that's some opportunity for expansion and growth right there because I can just order of whatever I want. And so I'm ordering stuff. The person that's with me is ordering stuff. And, and we're just ordering what we would normally, from what I could tell from that person, and I know from what I was ordering, I was just ordering what I would normally order. So much so that I didn't even order the dessert that I wanted to order. First of all, I felt like I didn't need a dessert. And second of all, um, I was like, uh, you know, I don't want to be greedy, even though they said we can get whatever we want. We get up to the th- to the front, and, uh, of course, we don't have to pay anything. But then the lady says, well, you know, don't you want um, a dessert? <laughs> and I was like, I didn't even have to look at the menu. I already knew what dessert I would have gotten. And so this is this is an example, y'all. First of all, I did not allow myself to get into a low vibration when two places I wanted to go were not open. I didn't allow myself to get in a low vibration when the place I finally ended up going that was open didn't have two of the, not one thing I wanted, but then when we get, got to the backup, didn't have that. I didn't allow myself to vibe low off of that because it's not nothing. It don't matter. It ain't nothing. Look, if the wheel is turning, turn with it. If you get to a place and it's closed, who gives a crap? There are more places or it will open again the next day. What is it? It's not worth it to start vibing low off of it and mess around and miss something higher that wants to happen. It's no small wonder that Jupiter represents higher learning as opposed to Gemini representing the uh, elementary education. Jupiter represents taking it higher, growing, expanding, long-distance journeys. When you go higher, you miss the BS down below, the low vibrational BS. And if you mess around on something that don't even matter and mess around and be vibing low, all manner of low vibrational entities will be drawn to you like a magnet. Not blessings and luck and abundance. That won't be drawn to you on a low vibe. So I'm talking to y'all. The, 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 I was just out of breath in the mountains last week. I was at the beach before that. I'm, I'm tripping. I call it tripping. I'm tripping in all of 2016 
for free. I ain't paid for a trip yet. I'm I'm showing y'all with I, my mama's babies get it. They get it. They get it, boy. They be tripping me out every week, weekend and week out, just talking to some, you know, real powerful people who have made a decision that it ain't worth it to buy a blow. I ain't taking the bait. Yeah, let me check on this time. Yes, I'm I'm at the midway point. Um, let me definitely keep getting into these horoscopes. I just I get real excited because this is not a joke. It's not a game. These energies are for real and they're represented not only outside of us by way of these planetary bodies, but inside of us. Every you every one of y'all listening got a Jupiter energy in y'all that y'all can access to take you higher. I promise. Give me Give me, give me five minutes and I can point it out to you using your natal chart. Even one of my, I got a mama's babies that, that is in maybe a not so desirable situation. But guess what? She's been a, been a mama's baby for months now. Ain't worried about nothing. And 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 Jupiterian things uh, are happening. All the time. It doesn't matter what your current situation and circumstance is. That's not the. That's not the. That's not important. It doesn't matter that the store is closed. It doesn't matter that they don't have the food you want. What matters is what you vibing on. You vibing high because some real <laughs> lucky, abundant, advancing things can happen if you know, just like that Jupiter, Tron, Pluto aspect that we start the new week off in. It's not going to be about who you can manipulate. You can't manipulate enough people to get free food, but you can be lucky enough. You can be vibing high enough. I got some more free food today. I'm telling y'all, this is not a fluke. <laughs> I went a place today, and they messed up the order, but then blamed it on me. Well, this is what we heard, you know, you say, and this is what we repeated back to you. And I could have got the old maybe. Oh, my God. I, and I'm a Sagittarius, too. My mouth be so raw sometimes. And the you know, Sag is that fire, it's that passion, and it be it stay ready <laughs> to use that sharp tongue to just slice somebody up real quick and keep it moving. Ain't blinked. But I chose to keep my. It's not about see. It's not about looking calm on the outside, but really being a blazing inferno uh, underneath, ready to slice somebody. That's not it. It's internal. It's internal peace, knowing that all is well. Jupiter got to rule the realm of affirmation because it don't get too much more positive than that and powerful than that, than to just know who you are and what you came to do. So that's being really highlighted here in the week ahead. Uh, Sagittarius and Gemini, I hope I helped y'all out and hooked y'all up. If not, get at me. If you need some, I know I did, but if you need some further and more specific insights, don't hesitate to connect with me. Um, Let me scoot on back to Aries. Uh, Aries, y'all are dealing with the Venus and Pluto square at this time. So, 
Sag and, and um, Gemini got a few um, suggestions. Let me give y'all some, okay, Aries. Let me take a quick look at Libra because I would think that they, yeah, y'all dealing with the um, Pluto square. Aries and Libra, y'all dealing with the Pluto square, your sign, and that is giving you access to some personal power and influence. I done told y'all, Pluto is the power sign. Um, and you may be experiencing as well extreme boost. I told y'all Pluto is extreme, extreme boost to your ego and con- confidence levels, okay? And that may be helping you, um, uh, Aries and Libra, to make big advances in various areas of your life. This Pluto, uh, you know what? I was talking about the Pluto square and messed around and was reading about the Pluto trine. So let, that that's what I get for trying to combine two. Let me slow down, y'all. I don't want to throw y'all off. Libra, Libra alone. Let's hold off on Aries. Libra, y'all dealing with the Pluto square. We're just going to deal with y'all right now. That's denoting some major tests of character, okay, Libra? Um, wow. Extreme forces in the form of other people and circumstances potentially squaring off against you means that you have to stand up, Libra, and be counted. Um, there are potential power conflicts uh, that could go on with Pluto squaring your sign, and these can um, be with authority figures. It can be with um, legal uh, legal conflicts, power conflicts, and bosses, uh, but definitely also in personal relationships. So Libra, definitely keep in mind uh, what I mentioned earlier about vibrating higher with these Pluto energies versus the lower manipulative, manipulative um, energies where you're having power struggles. Turn that power in on its head, in on yourself, and, and and rediscover your own personal power lever. You ain't got to manipulate a body, especially with Jupiter trying and Pluto coming up in the week ahead, all right? You got you got the juice lever, okay? You don't need to wait on nobody for nothing. Um, Aries, you got the Venus square. Venus square. Wait, y'all, do, I, what am I looking at where Pluto is trying? Oh, Taurus, sorry, Aries. Y'all are dealing with that same Libra energy when it comes to the Pluto square, but we, y'all just add in the Venus square energy. For those born March 21st to 30th, Venus squares um, your particular deacon June 17th to 26th, which pretty much um, 17th to 26th. Yeah, pretty much covers the entire week ahead, okay, Uh, March 21st through March 30th, Aries. For those born March 31st through April 9th, Venus squares your sign after that from June 25th to July 4th, okay? Either way it goes, and uh, Deacon 3 Aries included too. Venus squaring Aries um, while it's in Cancer increases your need for love and affection, Okay, that it should go well, but where it doesn't or where you may not see it going well and causing tension um, is if you're not getting that love and affection back in return. Okay, Aries, um, uh, Venus squares also denote a little bit of laziness or a tendency towards laziness and enjoying yourself because Venus wants to be easy and comfortable and feel good. So um, it may be difficult as far as next in the week ahead or uh, 
uh, actually, yeah, over the span of this couple of weeks from Sagittarius full moon um, through the end of next week. Okay, so uh, overspending is another Venus square manifestation um, and overindulgence, okay? Uh, Watch out for that third bowl of ice cream, okay? Maybe one is enough. and the spending. It is, Venus is a, you know, kind of party, social energy, so that's fine now. But just watch it, just like with Jupiter squares, just watch for excessiveness, okay? That's about it for y'all. Um, Taurus. Taurus. Oh, Taurus. Y'all, y'all sitting pretty. Y'all in Scorpio right now. Man, okay, for every other sign that's not a Taurus and a Scorpio, Fuck with one. <laughs> like, if you're fooling with a Taurus and a Scorpio right now, you're probably doing pretty good. Um, so keep that up. Um, Taurus, and, and like I always say, Taurus and Scorpio, when the energy is this, that gum good for y'all specifically right now, especially with everything going on in the larger context, share that. That's how you... That's how you rack up that good karma. That's one of the ways. When you got access to a whole bunch of good energy, share that ish. If you just extra happy and full of joy and you ain't worried about nothing, come over and shit, spread some of that, that good feelings to somebody. Just call and brighten their day. When you walking around, I was I was doing this earlier today, and it, I mean it just totally disarms people. They don't be ready at all for you to just be walking around smiling people off. It completely disarms them. Because a lot of people, you walk around mean, mugging, and why you look so mean? And just, especially now that it's a fast full moon season. Come on. This critical 29th degree fast full moon season. Smallest. Uh, 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 initiate something humorous. You know, like just share good feelings. And especially if you're a Taurus or a Scorpio right now, because y'all got a lot of good feelings to share. Um, Taurus, let me see what the difference is. Yeah. Taurus, you're dealing with the Venus sextile. For those born April 20th to 30th, you're dealing with this more uh, from the 17th to the 26th of June. And then for those born May 1st to 10th, you're, it, it's going to catch up a little later for you guys, more June 25th to July 4th kind of thing, okay? Um, but there's opportunities with love and money either way. I don't care what tourist you are. <laughs> there's opportunity for love and money. Um, there's an eagerness to show love and affection for the special someones in your life. Um, so, Taurus, Venus is your ruling planet. So, like... It just can be really good to be a tourist right now. <laughs> um, in social settings, uh, genuine efforts can be made to please and to share the warm, warm feelings that you have. That's what I'm saying, Taurus. Just let it flow, and it'll flow right on back to you like in a circle. Come on. Um, your social skills can be exceptionally good right now, so you could easily make friends. And people absolutely are going to appreciate your friendly attitude and your pleasantness, okay? Um, So other favorable things to be doing here, especially over the course of the next um, week or so, Taurus, is going to be 
entertainment, um, any money matters, and any leisure, okay? It's going to be really favorable. Additionally, especially for that deacon too, um, born May 1st to 10th, um, but for all the tourists listening up, um, y'all are dealing with the Neptune sextile as well, okay? So there's a subtle, um, but it's a positive effect overall on your outlook on life, okay? Um, you're probably going to feel more, or you probably have been feeling um, from May of this year through August of this year more connected in a spiritual way to your friends and family, okay? And you can kind of see yourself uh, more of a part, more a part of the larger collective than you've been able to do before. That's due to Neptune sextile, okay? Remember I said Neptune has that kind of softening and boundary list, the weakening of the ego. When your ego is weakened, you're not running up on nobody. You see what I'm saying? When Neptune is softening and weakening and, 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 and removing the boundaries, your ego is soft and you're, you're more malleable and pliable and, and open and to forgiving and surrendering and accepting things, okay? So that's the spiritual connection um, that you may be experiencing with friends and family or viewing yourself in light of, okay, um, Taurus? Jupiter is also trining, Taurus, because it's in an earth sign Capricorn, um, trining earth sign Taurus. And that uh, and this um, spans from February 20th of this year all the way through to July 27th. So this is actively still going on. It's a time of good feelings, Taurus, well-being. Sometimes Jupiter isn't about winning the lottery <laughs> or getting free food. Sometimes it's just about feeling good and feeling secure and knowing all is well, Okay. And so, Taurus, this is an excellent time to make any effort to get ahead um, because there's a, a less of a likelihood of facing oppositions and challenges when Jupiter is literally trying your sign. So personal relationships also can be enriched um, because of your positive attitude and your sociability. And so... Um, and your own personal growth and self-esteem can be enriched by it, too, as well. That's the best part of being all super stagy is because that gummy, sometimes it just feels good to be positive if you don't get a dime. Sometimes it just feels good to bust out laughing hard from the guts, even if you didn't get no free food. Sometimes it just feels good to feel good, and that's the payoff. Um, but for Taurus, for sure, still through July 27th, Lady Luck is on EO side. And these um, horoscopes are coming from Astrology King, okay? Uh, Taurus, lastly, Pluto is trining your sign there in Capricorn. This is beautiful right now. Um, Taurus, you are just getting super beans from Jupiter in Virgo and Pluto in Capricorn. It just got to be beautiful to be a Taurus right now. Um, Pluto trining is what I was mentioning erroneously that I thought I was attributing to the Pluto square earlier. So remember, um, Taurus, that was just um, the personal power and influence that you're uh, getting access to right now, Taurus, the extreme boost 
come on to your ego and confidence levels and um, allowing you to make big advances in various areas of your life and people being drawn to you and your strong presence. You're already strong presence towards the bull, um, but even more so drawn to you with the Pluto trine and um, and charisma. And so uh, you can take advantage of this without, like, repercussions of bad karma uh, because important and powerful people will genuinely want to team up with you, okay? So watch out now. Don't hate on the Tauruses either, y'all. Come on. Y'all got Taurus in y'all chart somewhere too. Work that out. <laughs> we all have Taurus energy somewhere. And once again, Taurus is ruled by Venus, and we all got Venus somewhere in our chart. So we can get that if we want it. Um, cancer. Uh, especially those born July 2nd to 12th. Venus is in your sign right now, okay? Venus is in Cancer, yes, six degrees. And so you should just be feeling great and beautiful. I just, uh, Venus was just in Gemini, and that's a really prominent part of my chart. And one thing I can say about Venus going through your sign, come on. (laughs) <laughs> and when I say prominent part of your chart If it's not your sun sign Y'all already know I'm a Sag sun, right? Got your moon sign Which holds significant prominence Especially in a woman's chart In addition to that sun sign If it happens to be different And the rising or ascendant sign These are asking the astrologer These are the main points and pillars That, that give definition and context and, and, and description to your personality, the way you go about doing what you do, and, and the way you feel and respond emotionally to stuff, okay? Uh, and so Venus was just in Gemini in a very prominent part of my chart, ascendant, rising sign, y'all. And it's a beautiful thing for Venus to be in your sign because guess what? Y'all know Venus is uh, that money. And Venus is in love. And so Cancer, with Venus currently in your sign, is definitely allowing you for a full expression of your love, nature, and creativity. And you should be really feeling beautiful. And your friendly aura is what is continuing to attract beautiful people and beautiful things to you at this time. It's an excellent time for giving and receiving love and affection, spending time with loved ones and socializing with friends. This is the ideal time, cancer, single cancers, (laughs) or open relating cancers, for dating, for buying gifts, and for making extra cash. I'm telling you when Venus is in your sign, money cometh. Now, <laughs> you see, it, 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 it's almost like it's coming from when you called it in before because when Venus is in your sign, bringing that attraction, attracting beautiful things to you, attracting love to you, attracting money to you, guess what? You don't know, you know, shoot, Venus is Venus in my sign. People just walking up to me putting money in my hand. People just giving me stuff out of nowhere. Venus not even in my sign no more, and I'm still reeling from it. <laughs> <laughs> so, so anyway, um, 
in addition to that, Cancer, uh, Jupiter is sextiling your sign. So that is, come on, Jupiter, is that luck and expansion and advancement and growth. And so it's not the trine like it is for Taurus. We're not mad because if you're a Cancer, guess what? The sextile is just as good. You just have to uh, take divine advantage of the opportunities when you see it. They're not just going to flow to you easily and effortlessly like with the trine. Uh, but it should still be cancer, a time of happiness and optimism. Um, good things can seem to come more easily. Um, your health and vitality should be high. That is going to enable you to take full advantage of this uh, pretty lucky transit. You should be feeling sociable as well, and you can expect good relations with loved ones as well as people at work and in group activities. Okay, Cancer, that's great. Um, y'all do have Neptune trining as well. That's allowing you to follow a more spiritual path, Cancer, that does not have to result from some health crisis or from losing your way, okay? Because we can get real, if you need a spiritual awakening, you can have some (laughs) from the most unlikely of circumstances and situations, such as a health crisis or, or hitting rock bottom or losing your way. But you can also initiate it on your own, or you can have a Neptune trine where it easily flows to you and effortlessly so. So it's a great transit cancer for relationships, and it should definitely deepen the spiritual connection between um you know, the people involved in your partnerships or relationships. There's also a good chance, um, if you are single or looking, of meeting an ideal partner, a soulmate that you can really connect with, okay, Cancer? And lastly, y'all are dealing with the Pluto opposition, Pluto and Capricorn opposing your Cancer sign. And so um, that's happening all year, and that's dramatically increasing uh, your need to take control over your life and of the lives of the people around you, okay? You might find yourself acting out of character, Cancer, becoming almost ruthless in trying to achieve your personal goals. It is through confrontation and power struggles that soul evolution can take place. Remember, Pluto is about transformation. And so you're you're learning this year, Cancer, how to wield your own power, Okay, and y'all are dealing with the Pluto opposition, so once again, it's that same kind of caveat as before. You're not, uh, I believe that was Libra. Yeah, you're not busting power moves on people at all. Okay, you you are discovering your your own personal power and how to wield that power. So it's a divine responsibility. Okay, um, Cancer. Okay, Leo and Aquarius, let me tell you, y'all don't have any out of, I mean, these are four different planets I'm kind of updating each sign on and how the energies meld together uh, with this uh, with this uh, rectangle configuration in our week ahead. Uh, but Leo and Aquarius, no major contacts from any of the four of them. It was kind of interesting to see that play out. So what I'll definitely say and advise to my Leos and Aquarius is, is find you a tourist to fool with. Now I'm, <laughs> I'm kind of not playing. Um, Taurus and Scorpio, it'd be cool to kind of, you know, gravitate towards them and and, and really glean because I'm already telling these signs, especially Taurus, to share 
it out of their abundance and overflow. So that I'm saying it for that reason, not to siphon or drain or suck or vampire off of them. Um, but they're gonna these people, Tauruses and Scorpio, are probably gonna have an abundance and an overgrowth of good feelings of 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 love and affection and money and sociability and enjoyment. So I'm saying it for that reason because they're not going to – if you're giving out of your overflow, I actually told somebody this um, here recently, if you're giving out of your overflow, you won't miss it. You have everything you need. You're filled up to the top. But now it's overflowing, so you have extra that won't even fit in your container. So if you give out of your overflow, you won't miss it because you still got everything you need. So, yeah, Leo and Aquarius, y'all can just hang out with your Taurus and Scorpio friends and enjoy the good life um, throughout the uh, week ahead for sure. Virgo, Jupiter's in your deacon. Y'all already been on this uh, February 20th to uh, July 27th. Those uh, Virgos born September 3rd through 12th, but all Virgos listen up because Jupiter is in your sign, bringing good times, bringing good luck. Um, giving you buoyant and enthusiastic energy, feeling larger than life, very optimistic and keen to experience all that you can, okay? Jupiter is the adventurer, the one going on the long-distance journey, okay? And so uh, others are going to pick up or, or should have been picking up on your happy vibe. So this is a good time to enjoy life and get out and about Virgo, okay? Being more cheerful and generous uh, is what's going to attract the same in other people and gain favors and possibly even some treasure. Virgos, I know it can be hard sometimes because y'all are so detail-oriented that sometimes y'all, like, stress yourselves out because you're just really nitpicky, kind of anal. (laughs) Um, And so I admonish you, don't miss out on Jupiter being in your sign by vibing on the low expressions of Virgo energy where worry comes into play, where stressing out comes into play, where having anxiety comes into play. Don't miss it, Virgo. Not with Jupiter finna try and Pluto in the week ahead. Don't do it. I'm just saying, <laughs> not with Jupiter being a part of this mystical rectangle configuration. Don't do it. I need my Virgos to vibe high because Jupiter's in your sign. You ain't got no reason. The very planet of luck is sitting in your sign. I need y'all to figure it out. And it's probably in behind some negative Nancys and pessimistic Peters in your circle. Get them out your circle. At least make it temporary. Just get them out your circle till the week ahead is over with so you can glean some of these juices from this magical configuration and this magical um, second Sagittarius full moon we're living in. Get them out your circle at least for the week ahead. Do yourself a favor while we're going through this sensitive summer solstice time to boot on top of that, cherry on top of that. I didn't even mention that yet. When the earth is shifting and changing, when the de- the length of days is being affected, you think if the amount of time that the sun is out is being affected, if, if do you think that if what's transpiring in our cosmos right now is powerful enough to affect the light of day, do you think it might be powerful enough to affect you too? 
And I'm not, once again, these energies are not happening to us. They are happening through us as well. Uh, the uh, Neptune Virgo, for my Virgos, I got two more notes for y'all. Neptune is opposite your deacon there in Pisces, okay, through August of this year. And that is, it is giving you insights into your true identity, um, especially aspects of your identity that may have been hidden from view for a very long time. Neptune is acting as a mirror, though, through the others in your life, Virgo, because it is by this feedback in your relationships that you learn more about yourself. So definitely, Virgo, it, it ain't. It don't point the finger. If you point the finger at the others in your life, while Neptune is opposite your sign, you you gonna find them other fingers pointing back at you. You you're either gonna. It's gonna be. Well, no, I don't want to say it like that. But these the the any opposition you're this is the opposition Neptune opposing your sign any opposition you're experiencing with others it is mirroring you so all the more just like Pluto I'm finna talk about go within that's gonna be uh, why it's popping up in your reality for it to trigger you to go within you're getting insights into your true identity through others. And you may be rejecting what you see that's manifesting through others because you don't even recognize it as you. It's been hidden from your view for that long that you don't even think you want to disassociate yourself from it. They're in your circle. How can you disassociate yourself from that? It's your circle. So to crown them and act like they're the problem is only magnifying the reflection which is you. I'm just telling you about it. Lastly, Virgo, y'all got Pluto trine. Look at y'all uh, uh, looking like Taurus with the Pluto trine. So that's the same kind of thing. You do have access. That's why I'm, that's why I'm hooking y'all up, Virgo, because guess what? Y'all got access to all the personal power and influence that you need for the year of 2016. So I don't care nothing about no Neptune opposition. What you see in others is really you. Y'all got Jupiter in your deacon and Pluto trying in your deacon. Get it. Extreme boost to your ego and confidence levels means you can make big advances in various areas of your life. People are drawn to your strong presence and charisma, Virgo, and you can take advantage of it without any bad karma because important and powerful people will genuinely want to team up with you. But it's it's going to be this Neptune thing that you got to figure out. And the reason why I can harp, harp on it just a little bit, I actually, <laughs> I say new a Virgo. <laughs> and I think this Neptune opposition is what tripped him up too. He couldn't see for looking for trying to point the finger you know, at me or the other. Well, this is wrong with you, and this is wrong with you, and I and we all knew that was an illusion or a delusion, <laughs> self deception. Not that there's nothing wrong with me, but what he was pointing out, he didn't know it, and I didn't have a conscious awareness of it at the time. And honestly, going back and forth with the Virgo can really like drain your life force energy. So I really wouldn't have tried to explain it anyway probably but um 
it was he was getting feedback about something going on within him, but all he could do was you, 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 which is such a dangerous thing to do because you never get to get on what the issue really is or where it really lies. Nobody is going to walk into your life and be any kind of problem other than one you already are or have. Okay, so that's just a heads up, Virgo, because y'all got too much going on. Jupiter in your sign, Pluto turning your sign. Don't let Neptune screw you off. Don't delude yourself, Virgo, please. Uh, you know, indulge in movies. That's a high vibrational at Neptunian activity. Make a movie. Uh, you know, use your imagination. Meditate. Pray. Come on, forgive somebody and accept some things. These are the key words and stuff that had this particular Virgo held, you know, taken seriously or taken advantage of. Um, Jupiter, Sag, me, being all up in his sign, <laughs> could have been a, a higher manifestation than it ended up being, uh, where we no longer have communication. It was so it was so Neptunian though the way we even did the no like ending the communication was hilarious because uh, he was just on one of his Virgo kicks one day like being so freaking you know just. They stress themselves to death. Some of them on the low vibration. It's so crazy to watch it. Just you, they can't let them go because they're so detail oriented. <laughs> and and it was in text. You know, you think about talking to one for hours. You gonna get them. You know, five thousand character texts from one too, probably. And we had just gone back and forth for so long, and I knew it was not going to go any further than that moment. And so my reply and response to this long, huge, long, just tiresomely long text was just some emojis, just some, you know, and, and I say that's real Neptunian the way it ended because, you know, Neptune is that subconscious realm, and so that's the symbols and the shapes and the colors um, as opposed to, like, words. and <laughs> I didn't have no words to come back on that text, so I just had to give them some symbols and shapes and some emoticons and some emojis, like, you know what? <laughs> yeah. And so moving on. Scorpio, I didn't already hit up Taurus because Taurus is having it real good. Y'all having it pretty darn good yourself, too, with this um, configuration. Ooh, I got 30 minutes left. I'm going to hit up Scorpio. I'm going to hit up Capricorn um, and Pisces because, like I said, Leo and Aquarius just just get close to Taurus and Scorpio, and y'all will be good. Um, Scorpio, you got Venus trying. Uh, uh, those born November 2nd to 11th, you're getting that June 25th to July 4th. Uh, actually, y'all are the only, y'all are the main ones getting it, but all my Scorpios listen up because the Venus shine is just too good as well. Feeling and looking your best is a, is a manifestation of this energy, low stress, come on, life flowing real smoothly, having few cares or worries, Scorpio. Um, a loving attitude that makes people respond to you with kindness and affection. 
You have a calming influence right now, Scorpio, that is earning you admiration and popularity, um, increased personal beauty, um, which is going to bode well for any single Scorpios dating and spending quality time with a loved one if you're attached. Um, so even shopping for beauty products and fashion and jewelry, Scorpio, are favored, and all money matters should be going well for you. Y'all also have the Neptune trine, Scorpio, okay? So that's uh, the same as Cancer, um, following a more spiritual path, um, you know, without something negative triggering it, uh, relationships deepening spiritually, and um, if you're single, a really good chance, again, for meeting an ideal partner, Scorpio. Love is in your face, Scorpio. Take advantage. Pluto is sextiling Scorpio and is supporting soul growth, okay, changes and new opportunities, um, uh, and all these things are increasing your personal power and your ability to change your life for the better, okay? Pluto is the transformer. And y'all have it sextile, and y'all have an opportunity for um, transformation. Forces that are acting behind the scenes are helping you, Scorpio, which could manifest as assistance from bosses or other important people in your life, corporations or government agencies, all right? Moving on to Capricorn. Capricorn, y'all got the Venus opposition, uh, especially my uh, Deacon 2s, born January 1st through 10th. and that opposition kind of looks like the square where you're, you're, the potential for this unrequited love, you know, your desires for love and affection are increasing, uh, but you may find that uh, entering into a, a new relationship is not really in your best interest if it means you have to lower your standards to do so. Don't be that hungry, Capricorn, for love and affection that you just settle because you don't have to. Um, You could also be inclined with the Venus opposition to push too hard in love and social relationships, um, resulting in disappointment and that feeling of unrequited love where the feeling just isn't Save yourself some embarrassment. This is not the time to be pushy, Capricorn, okay? Uh, uh, with, with the Venus opposition as well, Capricorn, you could experience a lack of discipline and overindulgence, okay? Um, so this is not spending spree time, um, and it's not really time to borrow any money either, okay, Capricorn? I don't know a Capricorn that would have to borrow money anyway, but if you were thinking about it for whatever reason, not right now for sure. Um, Capricorn Jupiter is trying in your deacon, just like it is um, for Taurus, and since it's in the sign of Virgo right now, and so more good feelings, well-being, effortless kind of energy, the perfect time to make effort if you're going to because the energy is with you. Jupiter is easily supporting you right now, so you're not likely to face oppositions or challenges. Uh, toward getting ahead. Um, Personal relationships can also be positively affected by this Jupiter trine, okay, Capricorn, and just, you know, enhancing your own positive attitude and uh, and that causing personal growth for you or a boost to your self-esteem, but definitely affecting your social life as well. And just being lucky right now, that is so funny. I was with a Capricorn when a lot of this lucky stuff happened to me. I'm telling y'all. 
<laughs> uh, Capricorn, Neptune sextile is also going on for you. Real subtle effect, you know, real gradual effect, but real spiritual and affecting positively your outlook on life and, um, you know, um, the people that you're connected to um, can be impacted as well through that since you're so, Neptune, once again, soften those boundaries. So, um, and you're viewing yourself more as a part of a larger collective than you have before as well. And Capricorn, you've got Pluto in your deacon, okay? You're the only sign that has Pluto in it. So major life-changing experiences with lasting change in your life direction is what's been going on all year. Pluto definitely has a reputation of stripping away things to the bare bone in order to facilitate soul evolution. I told y'all Pluto is transformation. This is not a game. Pluto is death and rebirth. However, uh, Capricorn, this does not have to be the case with the conjunction, okay? There may be events which result in loss or separation, Capricorn, but only if those things are standing in the way of being true to yourself. Pluto is powerful. It does not play Capricorn. I'm sure y'all know that well by now. Um, And Pluto is causing extreme change and transformation of death and rebirth. So anything Capricorn that's turning and changing, especially in the midst of all this other turning and changing, adaptable, mutable energy, um, transforming energy, mystical energy, go, go with that, okay? Don't let anything stand in the way of you being true to yourself, Capricorn. And wrapping it up, my Pisces, especially those born February 29th to March the 10th, y'all got the Jupiter opposition, okay? So you're being encouraged, Pisces, to get more out of life, to spend more, experience more, to have more fun. Um, There could be a tendency to go overboard, though, okay, and overestimate your resources, Pisces. Y'all are already Neptune ruled. Don't play. Listen up. Although this urge to expand contradicts with Saturn restrictive influence. I'm always talking about Neptune and Saturn and, and their interaction with each other. Um, The result can be a balancing effect instead of increased tension, okay? Uh, And that's just because Neptune is currently squaring Pisces right now. And so um, the urge to expand, it does contradict with Saturn's restrictiveness, but the result of that square, Saturn-Neptune square, can be a balancing effect instead of increased tension, okay? Um, Y'all do have Neptune in your deacon through August of this year, and it's going to be most strongly felt by those uh, born between February 29th and March 3rd. And it's a confusing and a deceptive influence that can open you up to a more spiritual outlook on life, which can be very illuminating, but at the same time make you feel very vulnerable as your previously well-defined self-image and personal boundaries start to dissolve around you. That's what happens when Neptune is in your sign, okay? So that's just a breakdown of that energy, Pisces. Y'all also have the Pluto sextile, and that does support the soul growth, the the changes and the new opportunities, 
increase um, your personal power and ability to reform your life for the better. Forces are acting behind the scenes to help you, Pisces, which could manifest as assistance from bosses or other important people in your life, corporations, government agencies. So confidence can be very high during this time, Pisces, and you should feel the heightened power and authority. All right, y'all, that took up a lot of the show. So thank you guys for bearing with me. Um, it's only to your benefit that you did simply because it's that powerful and it's that beneficial if you know how the I, – I already broke down generally how these energies are affecting y'all. That alone – I'm telling y'all, this is how I got started. Just, I mean, and I was listening to it for, um, from um, – uh, on this channel when it was Brother Ampu and some other people that, uh, you know, and just putting it together myself. I created this format and this show from, you know, very impactful and powerful but general information that I was hearing. And so I'm just encouraging you all to, you know, might want to take it a little seriously (laughs) and see if it doesn't affect the results that you're getting, okay? Um, there on the 22nd and 26th in the week ahead on Sunday, uh, 2.55 p.m. Central, uh, the moon does go void for 12 hours and 13 minutes. And so um, on Sunday after late afternoon, you know, don't worry about initiating things during this time, okay? Sunday afternoon, if you're getting together with people you already know, if you're making to-do lists for the week ahead, if you're getting some additional rest and sleep, if you're getting rid of excess and finishing up things you started before the moon went void, then you're right in tune with where you should be next Sunday afternoon, okay? Um the moon doesn't enter Aries until early Monday rising, 2.08 a.m. The moon enters Aries. Uh, right before that, though, at 9.31 p.m. on Sunday evening, uh, Mercury does sextile Uranus. Now, I have a Mercury-Uranus um, aspect in my natal chart, and so I can really attest to this energy. Don't sleep on it, okay? It's not part of the grand mystical configuration. It's part of... Um, it's not complete. Mercury is in Gemini right now, which is a mutable sign, but it's sextiling Uranus and Aries, which is the cardinal sign, okay? So it's not necessarily part of this grand mutable energy, but kind of it is. Um, but it's powerful. Mercury is already the mind, that lower mind, the the rational thinking mind. And then Uranus is like that electric, you know, insight, impulse, lightning fast, communication from, you know, a part of our body that touches something hot to to get to our brain to let us know that it's hot just that quick. And so this is an energy where unexpected gains, come on now, that got your attention, huh? Unexpected gains can be realized through very Uranus um, mediums like computers, like metaphysics like scientific projects, like astrology, unexpected games. This is a really opportune time to attend meetings to, um, or, or uh, any kind of organized group activities. 
and to communicate online. I already told y'all about this online communication. Something's up with that this weekend. Something really gonna be up with that this weekend. So guess what? Let me remind you again. Unexpected gains could be realized through such mediums like communicating online, like attending meetings, like organized group activities. Okay, intuition is strong when Mercury is sextiling you, and it's like it is next sun, this coming up Sunday evening. Okay, and it's not just happening this Sunday evening. Leading up to it, like I always say, the energy is building, so you be on the lookout for it. Um, insights seem to come from out of nowhere with this energy. Okay, so be ready to write something down. Be ready to, you know. Um, Take an idea seriously during this time. <clears throat> Original creative ideas are very easy to come by. Curious sextile and Uranus. Once again, a sextile is an opportunity, so it's not just going to fall in your lap, but if you see it, it's an opportunity to go for it, to claim it, to make it yours, to own it, okay? Um, we have an ability when Mercury is sextile and Uranus to see things in a new light, okay? And um, because we have this lightning-fast mental insight impulse energy that we have access to, any old projects that you may have that need a revitalization, Uranus is a breakthrough energy, okay, come on. anything You know when you DOA or whatever and they, put, they rub the two things together and they shock you to um, attempt to bring you back? That's what this energy can do to an old project or a problem that you maybe uh, have that you need to solve and need new breakthrough insight energy infused into, okay? It's a really creative energy. And we will be very satisfied under this energy to vary our usual routine. It will be very rewarding for us to vary our usual routine, okay? Then we coming up on the 27th, which is Monday, um, 2.08 a.m., moon enters Aries. We sure enough going to be ready to do something new when the moon enters Aries. We will have wrapped up a whole other lunar cycle with the moon, moon having been in Pisces last, and now the moon will be in Aries as of when we wake up on Monday, okay? So we're going to be ready to start something Monday. If you wake up Monday with a fire up under you, this is it. This is why. Any kind of first you want to do, facing your fears is a good thing to do, getting out of your comfort zone, like that thrust of spring that Aries Aries season initiates, that's what it's going to feel like when the moon is in Aries. And we're going to be emotionally satisfied to move our butt, to take on a challenge, especially if it has a physical component, to attack something head on. And it will bring out the fight in us. Okay, and it'll provoke us to change and have the impetus to change something for the better. Okay, to be dynamic, a job interview, perfect. Monday's the day to do it. Um, a first date, cool. Start a project, sell your idea, something quick and short where you can get in and get out like an interview. Okay, selling your idea, you in and you out. Um, uh, encouraging a friend, um, self-promotion, just feeling invincible. So definitely, you know, anything feels possible under this energy, kind of like a new moon. I've I've talked about Aries and that first half energy kind of likening a new moon. So if you get that feeling and that impetus uh, there as of Monday, 
go go with it. Now, later that rising, 6, 10 a.m., Chiron does go retrograde. Chiron is the wounded healer. Excuse me. And so when we're talking about healing specifically in wounds, this is the area of Chiron, okay? Um, Something is ripe for a healing in in our lives, okay, in in each of our individual lives, be it a childhood wound, be it past life karma, be it shadow issues, come on, uh, uh, you know, our shadow selves and issues with that. These are all areas that are up for inspection when Chiron is doing something like stationing. Like I said, any other time, we're probably not even thinking on these kind of things, but I promise you at the time of this station, you likely will. Um, let's see. Chiron retrograde is really going to be a time. Why didn't I get the date? Okay, it goes direct on December the 1st. It stations retrograde um, there on uh, Monday of next week, and it stations on December 1st um, and goes back direct again. And so this, this retrograde season is a time to reflect on how we can bring our own healing talents forward to help others, okay? Uh, Are you particularly a a healer of some kind, an awakener? Um, I would definitely put myself in that category, a shaman, a mentor. Um, If you would like to be, you can imagine yourself engaging in any of these type of activities and start reflecting on what it would take to make that kind of a a vision real. Um, And everybody kind of possesses these healing talents to a certain degree. Uh, but you can reflect on whether you feel called, okay, to let your natural gifts in these areas shine and develop, okay? Um, anything you have in your chart between 22 and 28 degrees in in any of the mutable signs are kind of up for inspection and can be stimulated during the course of this Chiron retrograde, okay? When Chiron, I know for me personally, when my natal Chiron is being triggered or impacted, that it, it kind of like is taking a scab off of a wound. Once again, we're talking about healing and the wounded healer Chiron. And so that's from my personal observation that, yeah, when Chiron gets triggered, it's usually something that has been said or gone on that, reminds me of something, uh, of an old wound or old hurt, okay? It it may not impact me every time it gets triggered the same way, you know, but it definitely can be felt, okay? I'm not going to spend too much more time on that. It's uh, an area of our chart that doesn't really get discussed that much in mainstream astrology, um, but I did want to mention it because it's significant. It's happening in the week ahead, and y'all ain't going to say Mama Dada didn't tell you. So um, uh, right after that, I want to get to these Mars retrograde. That's what I'm going to do because I got 10 minutes left, and Mars is turning direct in the week ahead, and that's, I want y'all to be ready and and available to see these energies play out. So Venus trining Neptune 
on the 27th, um, Monday at 8.53 a.m. Central. I'll dig into that uh, um, a little bit more maybe next week, but I'll just mention that it's it's really magical. Neptune is really, you know, like I said, fantasy, and Venus is the love and the money. And so we're perceiving um, romance as very magical. Um, that's part of this mystical configuration. And we're seeing the best in people, okay? Um, interactions are easier. The pressure is off. And we're more tuned into art and beauty and imagination and kindness and compassion and openness and harmony, okay? That's the best way to harness the Venus trine Neptune energy. Be gentle and enjoy social um, harmony as well. We got the last quarter moon coming up. I told you there was a lot going on in the week ahead. We got the last quarter moon coming up there on Monday afternoon, 1.19 p.m. Central. And so here's another opportunity to turn a corner. It's Especially on coming up off of this Sagittarius, second Sagittarius full moon, it'll be the halfway point in between that full moon we just had and the new moon of July 4th there on next Monday, the 27th. The moon does go void after that on the 29th, which is uh, Wednesday. Uh, 2.46 a.m. Central. It's only going void for a couple of hours, so by the time we have the show next week, um, it'll the moon will already be in Taurus. So there in that couple of hour, hours, it'll be kind of overnight. You'll probably just get some really good sleep that night. <laughs> or if you're up late, you could possibly find something, a lost item. <laughs> um, there on the 29th at 5.03 p.m., the moon does enter Taurus. We're going to be very emotionally satisfied to chill out, to calm down, to slow down. They're coming up off of the moon being in Aries and us being so ready to go and ready to start something, pop off, jump off, and bust through something. Uh, We're going to be really wanting to sink our teeth and our senses into whatever moment we're in while the moon's going to be in Taurus. Okay, Taurus is also a money moon. It's exalted in Taurus. Taurus is ruled by Venus. That's the love and the money. So um, it's also, you know, just things that satisfy and bring ease and harmony and comfort. So it's a really good time to enjoy a really good meal, um, to enjoy the earth, you know, Taurus, earth sign. And... Um, you know, anything sensual, so like massages, cooking, baking, singing, dancing, um, uh, pottery, sculpture, sound therapy, okay? Now, real quick, before we go, I definitely want to hook y'all up. Mars retrograde, Mars actually stationing direct. Um, So, you know, Mars representing anger and violence and impatience and impulsiveness and inappropriate sexuality and assertiveness um, is stationing in the sign of Scorpio, which is representing sacred sexuality and, you know, occult practices and transformative inner work and investigation and research and joint ventures and joint finances and accumulation of wealth. Is the, is the areas that um, we're go, it's going to benefit us to put time and focus and energy into um, at the at the time of the station and as it's still coming up out of Scorpio going back into Sagittarius, putting time and effort and energy and focus into it, which is amplifying its effects 
is going to be very beneficial to us, okay? Um, Mars is actually going to be trining Chiron. The very Chiron that I just told you all about is stationing retrograde, so that further amplifies a healing theme. Um, uh, and the healing may be more critical than it's ever been because everybody didn't do Mars retrograde right. I promise you that. And if you didn't, I told y'all when I was initially talking about Mars retrograde, do some more low vibrational Mars stuff in a Mars retrograde and find out. Because these are the very themes that are being impacted by the retrograde of this energy, okay? But now that Mars is going to be going forward again, the healing can, um, you know, bring greater ease. Um, And if you are dealing with, um, you know, fear of illness or sickness, um, it's likely due to the Saturn-Neptune square, okay? And it's just bringing fear, fear of becoming sick, fear of results that you may get from a test, okay? But there's great healing potential and power and energy available for us to access during this time. Um, we could also get healing from any destructive behaviors that we may have found out during the Mars retrograde that we, you know, I was talking about all this time, the introspection that since we couldn't move forward with certain actions that we wanted to take, becoming introspective about them. And we may have found out when we did go within and become introspective that there are some destructive behaviors or habits. Uh, when it comes to anger, when it comes to assertiveness and aggression, when it comes to violence, and when it comes to impatience um, that we want to change. And the healing of Mars, Sean, Chiron can uh, assist with that. So from June 29th, 30th through August the 22nd, uh, now we can start back, you know, taking affirmative or assertive action and not have the risks that we had when Mars was retrograding, okay? So, I mean, enjoy. Um, but there, there may be some healing that needs to take place. Maybe, you know, you did some old low vibrational Mars stuff while Mars was retrograding. You had to deal with that, like, instantly, immediately, and you may still be reeling from it even after Mars stations direct, but you have access to some energy that should help heal um, any wounds that may have um, occurred during the retrograde. Um, it, you, you, you may have been on the receiving end, I hope not, of some low vibrational Mars energy, like um, uh, being with a, an abusive partner, and it just wasn't the right time while Mars was retrograde because, you know, you can't take those actions like you want to when Mars is retrograde. But now that Mars is going direct, if you did need to leave an abusive situation, you could do so more safely. Mars is trying to hire with this healing energy that wants to support you now that Mars is stationing direct, okay? Um, August 22nd is when Mars leaves the retrograde zone. So until then, even though it's stationing direct, until August 22nd, you can still be dealing with some of these themes, okay? And I'll just have to get more into it next week. Um, the 29th, it'll be Wednesday. So I know y'all will be ready for them by next Wednesday. And I apologize I couldn't get them out today. Um, but as you can see, it's just a lot going on. Thank you guys for staying connected. Thank you for the June Inner Wisdom Report specials are going really, 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 really well. People are special. They really want the first chart. So check that out in the episode description below as well. 
definitely stay connected to my astrology coach and don't hesitate to reach out. You got one click email access to Mama Dada for um, people to send me all kind of stuff. I got a numerology question last week, and that was just a ballistic and beautiful to even respond to just having somebody vibing on that level. So we here. We live. We in full effect, and we will see you next week, okay? Peace and bliss. I say love y'all.